0: I guess it was what, last night, late last night, Donald Trump and his fourth, his fourth, not his first, not his second, not his third, it is fourth indictment. He's now got the U.S. looking in to see what is going to happen with their former U.S. president. The interesting thing is it's not just the United States who seems to be fixated on the life and times of Donald Trump. It is also something that is an obsession here in Canada. The stakes are always going to be high. And this actually started back in 2016, not just because of The Apprentice, the TV show that featured the then soon to be president. But when he was taking on Hillary Clinton, everybody in Canada said it can't be. Surely Donald Trump is not going to become the 45th president of the United States. Then we woke up one morning and the Donald was, in fact, the president. So fast forward nearly eight calendar years, and here we are again still fixated on Donald Trump. So here's a question that I have for you this afternoon, and I would love to hear from you. 604-280-9898, 604-280-9898, or hit me up on the buzz line, 604-331-2899 if you just want to leave a message there. Are you still looking in on Donald Trump's life and times as you did even a couple of years ago? Are you looking for resolution? And why is it that we as Canadians are so infatuated with the life and times of Donald Trump? And you think I might be joking, but according to Google Trends, and this isn't just something from the past week or the past month, this has been going on for five to six years now. Canada is second only to the U.S. when it comes to interest in Donald Trump on social media platforms. He has more interest than Justin Trudeau. And in October of last year, he had more interest when it comes to Google Trends than the words sex or hockey on Google in Canada. So if you think that I'm making this stuff up, those are the real analytic. And it is an amazing moment in time right now where we're looking to see if the former president He's actually going to have one of these indictments come down on him. And whether it's jail time, whether it's his inability to run for the presidency again, there are so many things that are going on. But this one that just came down last night, which, of course, maybe some of you guys have heard about. Some of you guys are still just trying to wrap your head around. um, He's going to go against Israel. He's still got this rhetoric that says he's, you know, he's the victim. Mark Meadows is in this one. Rudy Giuliani is in this one. He's got all of his inner circle also on these indictments right now. Ten of them, if you're counting. And this one is in Georgia. Now, this is not a federal indictment. This is a state indictment. So it comes with a bit of different set of circumstances. And you've got a lot of the naysayers saying that this surely has to be the knockout punch. But I think this is a part of the reason that we as Canadians are so infatuated with Donald Trump. There are so many knockout punches that have been thrown at the Donald over the last couple of months, ever since, you know, January the 6th, the insurrection, and he still gets up off the mat. I mean, whether it was the first indictment, the second, the third, whether it was all the things that were coming out with uh, just a number of different things from the media, he turns it. At the media, he turns it at the naysayers and he says, no, 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 this isn't about me. This is about you. And the interesting part is Canadians cannot seem to take their eyes off of this chaos that is going on south of the states. Now, there might be a little bit more to it because obviously, and I think, and and correct me if I'm wrong on this, and I'm always open to conversation on this, I think a part of the reason that we watch with such infatuation isn't just because of Donald Trump. I think there's a sobering moment when it comes to being a Canadian to realize that what happens down there definitely has an impact on what happens in our country. And I think we realize at times that there's just so much at stake and so much impact that actually could happen to us. And yet we have so little to say over this. That Whether it's 2016, whether it's articles from years ago, whether it's articles from months ago, weeks ago, days ago, hours ago, we're looking for any information that we can get to find out what is the impact going to be on us. And that's, I think, a part of the reason that we watch. I mean, you can talk to political scientists, you can talk to television execs, you can talk to politicians, and they'll all say the same thing. You just can't stop looking at Donald Trump and this crazy path. Now, the other thing that I've noticed is that sometimes when it comes to the way that we address our politicians and our politic and at times our media is very similar. We've seen now the the fake news, the way that people portray the media and the way that people handle certain situations when it comes to information and the way that it's processed and the way that it gets to your phone or to your iPad or to whatever device you use. And it used to be, where nobody would ever challenge somebody like the media, the media was essentially for many years, the the final word. But now, because there's this politician who's big and brash and bold and not always right, but at least he's not afraid to swing a stick out there and say, this is my thought, you're starting to see that trend happen on this side of the border when it comes to politics. I mean, I think even in the last couple of years, you think of what's gone on in the Um, elections in Alberta and the way that Doug Ford conducts himself in Ontario at times. He's got a little Trumpism in him. And even the way that Pierre Poliev and Justin Trudeau go back and forth at each other. There are certain ways that you can take what we've seen from the United States over the last couple of years and say, you know what, that conversation or that method wouldn't have happened a decade ago. But now that we've seen the impact that it has and the way that it can galvanize certain parts of our demographic, heck yeah, we're going to get on that train. And heck, yeah, we're going to use that to our advantage. But the reality is, and this is still why the news is the way that it is, is nobody, whether it's in the United States or here in Canada, is able to take their eyes off the prize. And that is the 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump, who, again, yesterday was indicted for a fourth, fourth time. And he's still ranting and raving, saying he's not going down without a fight. And I think there's a part of Canadians and Canadiana that actually uh, is a fan of that, if you could believe it or not. What are your thoughts on this? I'd love to hear from you. Are you looking in on the Donald Trump indictments? Does that even resonate to you or you just got too much stuff going on at home? And a question that was asked to me by my neighbor just the other day that I would love to have a conversation with you on. The Canadian flag, what does it mean to you in 2023? Does it still, when you look at it, does it still mean the same thing that it did five years ago? So the Donald Trump scenario, fourth indictment south of the border, and yet Canadians seem just as infatuated with the story as Americans. I'm going to go right to the phones, right out of the gates, because we got a lot of calls to get to. Mike from Langley, your first thoughts uh, have to do with the media. Good afternoon.
1: Oh, they do. Um, good afternoon. How are you?
0: I'm well, thank you.
1: Good. Uh, I'll just jump to it. Uh, you guys keep on crying like, oh, what the hell's wrong with all these Trump people? Well, the problem is right off the bat, um, you you, you hid the fact that the Hunter Biden laptop existed. Like the media right at the election was saying, oh, there's no such thing. You're all conspiracy theorists. And I remember very distinctly all of you did it. And then it turned out, oh, hold on. That was actually a lie. They do exist. It, It did exist. And now you guys are printing emails from it in the newspapers. Or it started even with the weapons of mass destruction that the rest of us are still waiting on. Like, literally a war was created because of uh, how how Iraq wanted to sell their oil to us. And you All right, guys Mike, I'm going to keep you—no, I'm not,
0: I'm, I'm not cutting you off because I don't agree with what you're saying. I'm going to cut you off because you're going back in the annals of time a little far. I'm, I'm not quite there on the Iraq war, but let's talk about the Biden thing there is no doubt that there is some misinformation out there that the media put out when it comes to the Hunter Biden laptop. That I can't disagree with you on. I think that's a fair comment to say. But let's keep our eyes on the prize right now, which is the infatuation with Donald Trump. And and again, Donald's got his supporters out there. There's no doubt about it. That's fine. To Nathan from Kelowna we go. Nathan, you think we got a little bit of an inferiority complex?
1: A little bit. We have a massive inferiority complex as a nation. Um, and, and this certainly isn't a criticism toward yourself, but even you uh, in your thing, like how does, this, how does this Trump thing affect us here in Canada? Um, I listen to the news with sort of, I guess, maybe a different lens than most. Um, and I hear a lot of things where people are like, oh, Polly, he's just like Trump. He's just like Trump. So what, what does that do that focuses Canadian media or Canadian citizens down south of the border? Well, how does this affect us? You know, and we're looking for, you know, sort of acknowledgement or recognition in U.S. media, which we've gotten a lot of because of our prime minister and not because of good reasons. But in, in everyday life, Americans don't give a crap what we think. So how does this affect us with Trump? Well, he's the first U.S. president in American history to ever be charged criminally for anything. And I read the Georgia indictment. It's not a big document. Anyone sh- can and should Google it he's basically being charged with making phone calls four different times, four charges of making phone calls. And this is no different than any other president. So what's the fascination? Well, for for people like me and and other people who are curious beyond just pointing the dirty end of the stick, hoping we're not painted with the same brush, they're going after a man who really hasn't been found guilty of anything. And the more they go after him the bigger it just makes them in the United States. All right. Thank you for the call.
0: I've got full board. So I wish I could take that all the way through to the end. But Nathan, I appreciate your time. If we could keep these calls concise, I'll get through as many of them as I can. Listen, I will tell you this. I wasn't saying that I'm trying to compare Trump to Polioff. I'm trying to say that the tactics that have been used by Trump in the States are now being used by politicians in other parts of the world, including here in Canada. And I don't think anybody would disagree with that, because to be honest with you, certain things that Donald Trump does in the media are very, very effective. And why wouldn't? you utilize those. Okay, John from Langley, you uh, have a different perspective on the Donald.
2: Well, yes, I do. I think the the sooner the man's wearing an orange jumpsuit, the better. Uh, the, the previous caller mentioned uh, one in, incident uh, down in Georgia, possibly, but there's a lot of other indictments, uh, a multitude of charges. Uh, the man, uh, <laughs> his discretion uh, morally, he's very, very challenged uh, uh, in all things. And unfortunately, your second point was uh, how I feel about the Canadian flag. Uh, with that and the leadership of our country, I normally leave it up till Labor Day. But you know what? I got to take it down soon because with the carbon tax and the way that the the, the current government is leading us, with no uh, empathy for the hardships that we're going through uh, you know, it's steady as it goes down the torpedoes and I hope Trudeau goes down soon. I hope there's a federal election here as well. Thank you. All right,
0: John. Thank you. Timothy from Coquitlam. You're my final call of the segment. You, uh, you say sometimes you can't take your eyes off the accident. Am I hearing that right? Uh, not so much that sometimes, uh, with, with the question here, what the callers are missing is we're not infatuated with him.
1: It's always there. And the interest that is thrown at us that this gentleman's uh, guy has committed so many crimes, whether it's indictments or harassment or whatever, and he gets away with it. He gets away with it. He gets away with
0: it. If we were to do that, absolutely. We'd go to jail just like that. But yes, when he gets into his orange suit, if this ever happens, it'll carry on. It will always be there because there's a link to his family and you'll never hear the end of it. It's an interesting thought, Timothy. Thank you for that. And thank you for all the calls. I got to cut it here because I am up against a hard break here at the bottom of the hour. Um, I think we'll have to bring up this conversation again before it's done. I'm not here being Johnny politic, but I will say that you have to look at the way that Donald Trump has navigated and worked the media or made it anti-media and seen the tactics used as a part of the reason that everybody is so fixated on the situation south of the border. To me, it's fascinating. And I'm not saying this is Democrat, Republican. I'm not saying this is liberal, conservative. I'm saying this is a guy sitting on the fence that just sits back and I'm like, this is amazing to me. This is amazing to me that it's all happening in real time, that I'm actually alive, that I was born in the time when this is all unfolding. And you're watching someone manipulate not just one situation, but an entire narrative which I don't think I've ever seen in my lifetime before. So it's really intriguing for me to get your thoughts and your opinion, which is why I will always open up the phone line, even when people are like, oh, it's open up the phone lines. I'm like, nah, man, let's hear what the people got to say.